We are Chris and Elizabeth Servant, middle school sweethearts who have literally grown up together. We have been through the many highs and lows of marriage, parenting, friendship, and faith over the years. And through it all, we believe we are better together. We created the Look Up Collective podcast to provide simple, actionable, and encouraging conversations that help you become rooted in what matters so you can look up and serve others around you. If you are someone who wants to make the most of this one life we have been given and are looking to be more intentional in the ways you see and show up for the people in your life, then you are in the right place. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Look Up Collective podcast. We are so thankful that you are here today. As always, we are thankful for your time. If you're the first time listening to us, welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I hope that you enjoy what you hear. We also have some other episodes before this. And so thank you, especially to you, for giving us some of your time. If you've been listening to us for a bit, Also, thank you. Hopefully this has become a part of your weekly rhythm that you can hear us. And it's our hope that they've been helpful to you. I have a quick ask. If they are at all helpful to you, then would you share it with someone? You could tell someone, whether that's a neighbor or someone at the grocery store or someone in your small group, someone in your family maybe. That's the that's one ask. Another ask is if you where you're listening to us right now, it's probably most of you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts. At the very top, there's a plus mark. If you'll push that plus mark, which will have you follow our show, and then that's like the 10 second ask. The 30 second ask is if you'll scroll down just a little bit, there's some stars right there. If you'll click five stars if you're enjoying your time here. That would be amazing. And then another 30 seconds, maybe 60 seconds. If you wanted to leave a review, that would be so helpful as well. We love doing this. We love getting to prepare each week. We love to show up for you guys. And then the truth is, is more people will see it, whether searching for podcasts or whatever, the more reviews and ratings that we have. So if you wouldn't mind, that would be so helpful for us. And we would just be so thankful. So maybe 30, 60 seconds, 10 seconds just to follow us. That would be great. You can actually do that right now. Hey, welcome back. Thanks for leaving a rating and a review. Today, we wanted to talk about mindful activity and mindless activity. You might be like, what in the world are you talking about, Chris? Well, have you ever noticed how sometimes you see people that you're like, wow, they're just super effective with their time. Like they seem to get a lot of things done. You're talking to them and they're always talking about a podcast they're listening to or maybe a book they're reading or maybe the sermon that they re-listened to at church or some deep conversations that they had with someone or something like that. And you're like, how in the world do they do it? Well, I can't give you all the reasons on how they do it, but we wanted to give you a little productivity hack today. So you might be wondering, what in the world is a mindful and a mindless activity? Well, these are the definitions that we are using today. A mindful activity would be one that we are attentive to, one that we are aware of, one that we are super careful while we're doing it, one that takes up a lot of our mind. We use brain space, energy. We are focused on it. A mindless activity is one that is so simple or repetitive that it's performed automatically without any thought or skill. So, Elizabeth, what are some examples of some mindful activities? 
what what I want you to hear before we actually say this is these are things that are mindful activities for us. And then we're going to say some mindless activities for us as well. So some mindful activities are conversations. It takes some brain space to converse with someone, to communicate, right? Most job functions, when you're at your job, they are mindful. You need to be focused for those, right? Learning is mindful. Podcasts, books, sermons, coaching, those are all mindful activities. Practice, whether you're practicing a sport, an instrument, a thought, whatever you are practicing, you need to be mindful and be there, right? Organizing or purging your house, that takes thought and effort and mindfulness. Music, some music is mindful. When you're like really concentrating on the lyrics and what it's saying, some we're going to talk about in a minute, that some music is mindless. It's just listening to the rhythm or the beat or the orchestra. Like it's just a flow. It just depends on the music that you're listening to. Thanks for sharing that, Elizabeth. So again, some mindful activities that we shared might be mindless for you. Some that mindless activities might be super mindful for you. But for the most part, I think we're really going to fall into one of these camps for sure. So a mindless activity might be housekeeping. So doing dishes, laundry, vacuuming, folding clothes, those types of things. Driving might be a mindless activity for the most part. You know where you're, you know where you're going. And yeah, if you're going somewhere new, that takes focus, right? But sure. if you're going to work or you're going somewhere and you go every single day, your brain just knows where it's going. It's kind of, yes, you have to be attentive, but it is pretty mindless. That's where, where you could do something else with it. Yeah. Walking is another thing that's mindless. You know, we're not really thinking about picking up our foot, putting our foot down, flexing our calf putting our foot down, moving our toes, those types of things. Rest can be mindless. At times, watching TV could be just a mindless activity. And music, like we said a second ago, can also be mindless. We also want to say that some things would seem to be mindful, but they might be mindless. Some things might seem to be mindless, but they might actually be mindful. And we would call those some sneaky activities. Yeah, so sneaky activities can look like scrolling so we think that they are mindless so that we can just numb ourselves right we can just scroll and scroll and numb out the rest of the world but it's actually pretty mindful because you're putting in a lot of things when you're scrolling you are being influenced by everything you scroll by so you're getting a lot of input and it's going into your mind and think about it when you're scrolling or when you're reading something on Instagram or Facebook or wherever you're at and your child comes up to you and they're trying to tell you something and it interrupts that it, they feel more like a distraction right because your mind is somewhere else so it is mindful even though it's sneaky and it's mindfulness we think it's mindless and that we can just do that and do other things but it's still taking our focus that's something we would love for you to do right now like maybe you write out some mindful activities that you enjoy that you do in your day-to-day life. Maybe you write some mindless activities down that you do in your day-to-day life. And maybe those sneaky activities where it seems like you're not really being productive, you're not really doing things, but you thought you're just chilling and mindless, but it's actually sucking up some brain energy and things like that. 
And as you're writing those, you might see that some are different than others. There might be some activities that you do that are different than others. The point here is not to have the correct activities or that are mindful or mindless. It's just to just audit the way that you spend your time, write those things down, and then we're going to teach you in just a second how you can pair those two things together to get the things done that you want to, that matter to you in life. So mindful activities are super important, right? They're actually essential. Like we want to spend most of the time that we can doing mindful activities. Remember those things that we talked about a second ago, like having conversations, like connection, communication. Yeah. Getting to know our spouse, getting to know our children, like literally like getting to look, look in them in the eyes and hear what they have to say. If there's nothing more frustrating and also trying to think of the word dishonoring, dishonoring then having a conversation with someone who is completely mindless at that time toward in your conversation. Or distracted. Distracted because they're being mindful about something mm-hmm. else, correct? They're ultra distracted and you're trying to have a conversation with them. You're engaged. You are invested in the conversation and they are completely out in left field, whether it's distraction from a phone or from just another thought or from just like not really giving you the time of the day. Like mm-hmm. it's literally can hurt. So having a conversation is a very important mindful activity. And so we definitely need to have those conversations to grow, to connect, right? Education, like growing in our day-to-day life is an important thing. We need to prioritize that, whether that's our time in the Bible, as in our growth as a Christian, whether that is listening to a podcast and listening to ideas of that someone else has, like you are listening right now, whether that's to read some books, those types of things, mindful activities are incredibly important. Mindless activities are also important, right? So think about it. Think if you never spent time doing housework. Like, what would your house look like? It would actually look like our house looked like a few minutes ago before I just picked up this room that we're in. I promise we do do housekeeping, but sometimes it just gets crazy and out of hand. But while I was doing that, I was able to think of other things. I was able to think about what I was going to talk about to you today. Like I was able to do a mindless task of picking up, vacuuming, those types of things. And like we're going to teach you in a second, we were also able to partner that with a mindful activity. My other mindless activities, rest is very important, right? Especially for you, Elizabeth, maybe to go to mindless rest because your brain is going Mm -hmm. Every second of the day, correct? Yeah, it's really great to give your mind a break, a mind break. And rest is so important. And so while we do love and we're going to teach you how to partner and pair mindful activities with mindless activities, sometimes you just need a mind break. And that's where things like watching a movie or reading a fiction book or just taking a bath or shower and you just kind of give your mind a break. Oftentimes that's when you do think the most like in the shower or in the bath or on a walk. And that is where processing your thoughts is so, so important. Not just keeping them in your brain, but literally getting them out, whether you talk them out, whether you process them through journaling. Yeah. It's important to have mindless activities at times, like whether that is that rest, simply because like the goal is not to have our brains working at full capacity all the time. 
but it's also not even possible for our brains to just be completely empty. As you might think that mine is sometimes when I'm just like, the staring at the wall, <laughs> the brain is still thinking about something. The idea here is just saying that it's not mindful activities are where you should spend your time. And if you are, then you're a good person. And if you spend any time in mindless activities that you're not, that's, that's what we want you to hear here. So now that you know what your mindful activities are, mindless activities, you know the importance of both of them. This is why we want to do this podcast now is that we want to encourage you to pair some of those mindful and mindless activities together. Again, like we talked about a second ago, it is incredibly rude to do things while you're actually having a conversation with someone, right? But not always. So for instance, if I am wanting to connect more with my kids, that's something that matters to me. That's something that I'm wanting to do. But I'm also wanting for us all as a family to take care of our bodies, to move our bodies and to prioritize movement. Then I might pair walking with an evening chat with one of my kids. I might just grab one of them so that we haven't connected in a while, we haven't talked in a while, and so I just want to see how their day is going. I can do that because I'm doing one activity that is mindful, conversation, and one activity that is mindless, walking. I could not do that if I was wanting to have a conversation with my child, but I was also wanting to do a great job in my job by doing this podcast right now. Like, (laughs) it's just not possible because those are two mindful activities. Do you see? So we can pair a mindful with a mindless, and then we're able to actually get more things done rather than just at times it might serve us to take a walk by ourselves, But if it is important to us to connect with our child, then we can look for those opportunities to pair those two things together. Yeah, you're just creating space for it. And also, you could do that same thing with a child with conversation or connection while driving, running an errand in the car. That is a great way to pair driving and conversation. But what, while we're talking about driving, another great thing to pair with driving which is a mindless activity, is a podcast or an audible book or a sermon or a coaching call. Those are mindful that you can do during your commute to work or on your way back home. That is mindless. Now, I may not suggest if you're on a road trip and you're starting your road trip, you know, on the very beginning, like get on the road before you just start. Yeah, um, know where you're going. Yes, know where you're going. But if you're just going to be on the highway interstate, that is a great mindful activity. And sometimes you just may want to listen to music. And that is also can be mindful in, in helping your thoughts. You can listen to scripture. Like there's so many ways that you can pair. Also, praying. Praying is mindful, right? You can do that while you're driving, while you're doing dishes or laundry or vacuuming. Yes, because while one reason why we would do this is because we want to be as efficient with our time as possible, another reason why we want to do it is maybe one of those mindless activities like laundry is not something that we get hyped and excited about. But maybe if we put an audible book with it 
or we put a podcast with it, it might be something that we look forward to. Like that's the time when I listen to X or that's whenever I listen to this book, right? And so if we can pair those two things together, then we're going to look forward to that time where we're doing that mundane task that doesn't seem to be moving the needle any, which it is, but we can actually do the things that matter to us. We can have the conversation with a child. We can do, you know, we can pair those two things together. So number one, we can pair them because it can make us more efficient with our time. So a lot of times we hear people that say, I want to do this, but I just don't have the time. Well, guess what? We just found you some time. You can pair those two things up. Number two, you might be like, I'm just not motivated to do that. Well, if you have something that is mindful, that is motivating to you, then you can pair that with something that is a little less motivating to you. So that's basically what we have today. We want you to, again, like we said earlier, to write down mindful activities that you engage in, mindful activities that maybe you want to engage in. Then, on the other side of the paper, write mindless activities that you engage in or mindless activities that you want to engage in. And then you can just try them out, put them together, pair them up. There is no wrong way to do this. It's a beautiful marriage of your time. And so, yeah, get that done this week. Again, the reason we're not just talking just for the heck of it here. The reason why is because this is going to be help you be rooted in what matters to you. Because guess what? When we're rooted in what matters to us, when we're doing those activities that are important to us, those activities that are moving the needle, those activities that when we look back on, we're going to be proud that we showed up in our life in this way. When we do those things, it's going to free us up to look up and serve people in our life. We hope you have a fantastic day. Thank you for listening. Keep looking for the good. It's always there.